Holistic. Bashiana. Hi, welcome to Who You Call Holistic. I am your host, Shiana Rivers. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here today. Uh, we were discussing with, you know, the recent episode, the importance of mental health things, and October is Mental Health Awareness Month, so I want to share some more insight on that today. First things first, this is being recorded today at GOT Sound Studio. Shout out to Neek, and make sure you subscribe to my Patreon also, make sure you check the show notes. I am launching a subscription membership situation this month, and I want you to be on the lookout for it. Um, as we get into today's episode, we'll be discussing the importance of some things, and the course that I'll be launching this month ties into that. So I think, you know, pay attention to those things because it's, it's something you want to look out for. I think you'll really enjoy it. So... Um, is that all as far as like housekeeping? I think so. Moving forward. So I want to talk today about, you know how somebody called me the spiritual plug, right? And me being the spiritual plug and even just like me being a healer, right? I often say, you know, like I don't want people fully dependent on what I do for work for, for helping them. I very much like to let them be aware that they are responsible for their healing. They're responsible for that, that journey themselves. I'm just here to be a guide. I'm here for the assistance with it. I'm here for the support. And, you know, I often remind people, I don't have to do it as often as I used to when I was more um, focused on the massage aspect of it. But now that I've made people more aware of the emotional and energetic stuff with the healing work that's taking place, I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, okay, like I don't have to fully depend on going to that to get what I need. Like now I have some homework that I can I can work with and now I have a better understanding of what's going on so that there's things I can do for myself to work those things out with myself, right? So before I get into like some of the tools and stuff uh, leading up to that, I wanted to share how I've discovered the things about community along the way. So what brought this up recently was there was a video that I came across on, um, on TikTok, of course, and the TikTok video discussed the importance, there is something in my eye that is about to drive me insane, but whatever. Anyway, there's, there was a TikTok video discussing the importance of a third place. And if you're not familiar with the third place, because I, I wasn't initially. And then whenever I heard this term, I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. So a third place, uh, this is just a, a quick little Google search you can do. In sociology, the third place refers to the social surroundings that are separate from the two usual social environments of home and the workplace. Examples of third places include churches, cafes, clubs, public libraries, gyms, bookstores, parks, et cetera, right? So the problem now is oftentimes the third place options that we have require some sort of payment, right? You can go to a coffee shop and you could, you know, study or get some work done or whatever, but, you know, you're probably going to grab a cup of coffee while you're there, right? So even for that to be a space, like it is still like a, a cheaper version, you know, or more inexpensive version of 
the options available out there. But a lot of what we're missing right now is or are those third places that are available. And I think the pandemic really brought that to the surface because, you know, all we had was home, home and and home, right? So home was our first place, workplace was home. So that was our second place and our third place was home, right? And then I think outside of that, the internet, social media helped make that a third place, but it's not really a third place, right? It's it's still, it's not an in-person experience. It's not that full, immersive, collaborative energy that you get when you have those interactions with people in person, right? So I think we're we're gaining that awareness around the importance of a third place and what that can do to contribute to our well-beings. And I just wanted to, you know, just touch on like what that looks like right now and how important it is for us. So I'm grateful for my path with, you know, this work, this the work that I do and and the things that have evolved with it, because a lot of these things, specifically community, have just kind of naturally come into my lap because of the field that I'm in. Right. So. Back when I was, back when I was in corporate America, you know, the days that I had the boss from hell, um, the days that I was on edge all the time because I just thought any day I was going to get fired or let go somehow because my boss hated me. I know I've told those stories a few times on here. Did not have a good experience, was not a good time would not recommend, but I do know that some of my listeners do work in that industry and, uh, you know, maybe that is what works for them and that's okay. Like everybody has to figure out what works for them. However, what I found when I was working in that industry was very much that lack of community. And I feel like once I started doing massage full time, it made me more aware of just how much support was out there with with the community available. So when I was working at all of the hospitals I used to work in, because I worked in registration in the ER, I worked in some sort of admin assistant, something or other um, at the children's hospital, right before I was doing more of my massage stuff more often. And the thing about the workplace community is it's still very, you know, like there's still a lot of clicks there's still like a sort of like this hierarchy thing to go by too. Like, I don't think the the people at the bottom are necessarily allowed to hang out with the people at the top unless it's, you know, a special holiday or like it's a very special event that that's taking place. So they make they make that available to you then. But like on an everyday basis, no. And, you know, even that's when I was really more so on Twitter as well. And I remember even thinking some of the things that I should or shouldn't tweet just in case my workplace came across it because my name is Shiana and I'm easily discoverable. But so even with the community of corporate America or whatever, there's still like, you know, this feel, well, and this is my own experience. Perhaps people listening are going to be like, that's not my experience. It was a whole different one, but this is my experience. There was still this like you had to move secretively or you couldn't just necessarily be your your full self. You couldn't be yourself. There were rules. There were 
there were like guidelines, there were just things that you should and shouldn't do, right? Versus the industry that I'm in now encourages you to be your full, most expressive, authentic self. And that's where I belong. That's where a lot of us belong. And I remember just when I first started massage therapy, my my mentor, Sumie, shout out to Sumie, she taught me so much. She had already been massaging for over a decade and our massage rooms were right next to each other. She used to give me tips on marketing things. Like, for, let me share this one because some of y'all need to hear this one. But I remember one of the tips she gave me for marketing things was, you know, there were certain holidays that would come around and stuff. And I was like, let me make sure I offer a special for this or what have you. And, you know, another holiday would come around and people would say, oh, are you offering a special or what special do you have available for this? And it got people into this conditioning that they don't need to purchase from me unless it was discounted or if, if it was a special holiday. And then I would have some sort of, you know, special available. Then they were like, oh, yeah, now I can purchase from her. And I remember Sumie saying, like, stop that. <laughs> because then they're gonna be reliant on you only offering these discounted prices. So I took that with me from then even until now. There's you know very few and far in between moments where I'm like, hey, here's this, here's this deal because of that awareness about it. But working with her as a mentor, there were times that maybe she couldn't even get in a client and it had been a regular of hers, but again, she had already shown me some of her uh, her techniques and there were some things that because in massage school you learn the foundations right and you can learn the foundations in any sort of course but you still got to figure out your own rhythms you still have to figure out you know postural things for yourself and the techniques that work best for you and the ones that you're just not going to do and other elements that you're going to include or not include at all right and that goes with a, a bunch of different fields right all kinds of different work you got to find what works for you and tweak the rest. And I remember just thinking like she started referring some of her clients that maybe she couldn't get around to, or maybe they were like, Hey, I need to see you sooner than later. And she was, she'd been practicing for a while. Right. So she was booked and busy and she would say, Hey, I'm not available, but see Shiana. And I remember just thinking like, wow, what? Like we're not in competition with each other this is new. And it just opened my eyes to you know, that whole different life that was available because I very much felt, you know, in the corporate world, it was about productivity and like who was kissing whose ass the most and like climbing the ladder by who knew who, you know, and like there was a lot of that and not saying like I wasn't a part of that necessarily because even thinking back to it, I got my job at the first hospital I was working in because somebody knew somebody like I had an in because there was like, you know, you could fill out an application and not hear something for months and months at a time. Right. But I don't even remember who I knew. Somebody knew somebody and they were like, oh, you know, like, let's go ahead and fast forward her application process because we've already vetted her out kind of thing. But there's a lot of that in that industry. Right. And once I got to the industry of healing and caregiving, I was like, oh, no, there's none of, well, there might be some of that. But in my experience, it was very much 
How can we help one another? How can we support each other more? And that is what I embraced. So a lot of the things that I've done up until this point have just been a reflection of that. Because even for me, if I have a client and I work with them, I've done what I can, or I give them homework or whatever, I can't fix everything. You know, I have a very uh, specific skill set, as we all do, and I shouldn't want to do everything. I don't. I don't want to do everything. So what I can't work on, I outsource because I, I could be booked and busy all the time and I could, you know, make bank with these other modalities, these other skills that I've acquired over the years, but that's, that's not the point. Like I know somebody who can do this part better and let me send you that way to do that kind of work with them, right? And it just made me more and more aware of, you know, like what that looks like as a community in my industry but it made me curious what that looks like for other people. Because again, for me, it came naturally just because of the field that I'm in. And I was just thinking like how, you know, and I've spoken about this before when I was talking about just the levels and the, uh, the scale of, of being woo-woo. Like I very much still want to wear a bra if my, if my tits can be up to my chin, like, yes, I'll have that, I'm still gonna shave. Um, I'm still using the deodorant that is not all the way good for you. Like there's still things, right? But you got to find your things and you got to see what does and doesn't work for you. And I think, you know, whenever I've had a lot of clients that come in, a lot of the issues that they deal with more often than not is um, back pain, right? That's like a common thing. And especially when we're working at a desk all day or we're, you know, just seated for our work, it comes with the territory, right? You're sitting down, your muscles are contracted that whole time and they get comfortable in that position. So by the time you start moving and, you know, making them expand a little more, they're like, I don't like that. I liked, I liked sitting in this position for those eight hours you had me sitting in, right? And, um, but I've even also pointed out back pain a lot of times is associated with support. So more often than not, when I've had clients come to me with back pain or they're on antidepressants, those two go hand in hand. You know, I've had clients that have had surgery after surgery for back pain things. They're also on some sort of antidepressant or have been on, on an antidepressant of some sort most of their lives. And I feel like part of that you know, part of addressing that back pain on the metaphysical side, on the emotional, energetic side of things is providing that support. And I think that, you know, for the healing industry, there's just so many different directions you can go with what support looks like in that field. But what does that look like for you? What does community look like for you? And a lot of my friends obviously are a great part of my community too because they are supportive friends, but sometimes the support you need isn't gonna come from your friends or your family, right? And I feel like, you know, even talking back about that third place, I think it's important to find what that looks like for you. What is community for you outside of your family, outside of your friends? How can you find more of that? How can you incorporate more of that into your lifestyle to have that support? And for the healing industry, 
what I've really enjoyed is just how much, you know, once you start working with other healers, once you start collaborating with more people, you're exposed to even more people with different, different specialties. And then there's even a thing that you can do with that, you know, like this person knows a little more about this. And then I've learned from, I've learned this information from working with them, even though it has nothing to do with necessarily your target specialty, right? It might have nothing to do with that at all, but it's still like a puzzle piece that you needed for what you're looking for within your own community. Because I know like, for instance, Latoya, hey, hey, Latoya, shout out to Latoya, uh, the boudoir photographer, and she does much more than just that. But working with her with that first photo shoot that I had with her, it exposed me to you know, some of that industry and what that looks like and the coaching included with that and the the similarities we had with our work. You know, for instance, some of her work was showing me how to pose correctly and like getting getting my angles just right, even though all my angles are right. All my angles right, but she just made them look better in the right lighting, right? So shout out to her for that. But there's elements of that that I see with the work that I do, right? Because a lot of what I see is postural things, things that need correcting with just minor tweaks, right? And that's what that's what the community is. It's like learning your, I don't want to call them flaws, learning the things that aren't your biggest strengths and filling in the gaps with those around you that that's their shit. That's what they love to do, right? And I've even spoken before on the importance of, you know, if you can hire somebody to do the shit you don't want to do, do that. And we can even call that a part of the community, too, because it's just something, somebody that is there to fill in the gaps, to offer that additional support so that you're not out here doing it yourself. Because we're all here to help each other. We're all here to help one another move to the best of our abilities and to be comfortable and to have that support around us. And the more I think we can collaborate with even people that you don't necessarily think are going to be, you know, included in what you think you need, then it's like, oh, no, I can learn that from them. Because I've even said that about my human design coach. I know when I first started following her, I was like, I don't know about this one. Like, I don't know. I don't know if this is somebody that I really resonate with. I don't, I don't know how I feel about it, right? And then my Reiki teacher was like, no, um, just, you know, tune in a little more. I think, I think you'll be surprised by what she has to offer. And I was like, okay, okay. So I did. And then I started getting the info that I needed. And I was like, I didn't even see it coming from that direction. I didn't expect that teacher to give me what I needed, but it's exactly what I needed at the time. So I think also just have that awareness that, you know, it might come to you in a different package, right? And just to be open to that. And I think sometimes, like, I'm grateful for, you know, the, the topics that I discuss. I don't necessarily expect my friends, my close loved ones to watch or listen to this podcast. They're not necessarily my target audience. But when they say, hey, I listened to you. I heard this episode. I'm like, oh, oh my goodness, thank you. But like, I'm not offended if they don't. 
because they're community for me in a different way. They're supportive in a different way, whether or not they listen to my podcast. And there's some episodes that I even think like, they don't need to hear this shit. Like they're not going to be tuned into this at all. And then they'll text me and say, oh yeah, I was listening to this and I heard your recommendation. And I'm like, oh my goodness, thank you. So, you know, again, just be open to how the package may look because it's, it's different for everybody. And one of the things I was discussing about community things one day was uh, actually a time I was trip sitting. I don't think I've told this story on here before. Forgive me if I have. Um, if I have not, I'm just gonna remind you of it because you're welcome, it's a good one. But during the pandemic, as you know, I was heavy duty massaging at the time. I worked in the salon. I was, I rented a space at the salon and I was massaging from there. And then for, when did everything, when did the shit hit the fan that March? So I remember there was like a, a window of time. There was like two weeks that I was like, I wish they would just shut down. I wish they would just like tell people like we're, we're closing things off because I was okay going to work and then I wasn't because so many people were nervous. So many people were scared. They were just calling in and canceling their appointments. And they were like, you know, I'll reschedule. I don't know when, cause nobody knew when. And I'll just reschedule and I'll get back to you. And like, I was freaking the fuck out because I don't have a plan B. What does that look like? What does me not doing massage look like? What does me making money from not massaging look like, right? And I was already like, eh, I don't think I wanna sell feet pics. You know, I think I got an okay situation, but I don't, I don't think that's going to be my thing. And then OnlyFans blew up and I was like, let me entertain this. What could I do with this? Like, I, I, you know, I can get pretty creative. You know, I think I think I can make that happen if I need to. I could. And I was like, no, you, sh you shouldn't do that either. So that was just a whole mind fuck. How am I going to make money by not doing the thing that I've been doing for 10 years? And... I was like, well, you know, I guess, I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see what the fuck happens. And I had just become a Reiki teacher that February, but I couldn't necessarily teach classes in March either, right? Like there was still things that needed to transpire before, like there was still too much unknown at the time. So during that time is when, like I had already known, I had tapped into a good, supportive, nurturing community around me. But during that time is when I was really like, okay, okay, this is, this is what it's about. You know, when you see people that have made it, air quote, made it, and you see people that have succeeded in their careers and gotten to this, you know, this level that, that they've been talking about getting to, it's really based on the community that is behind them. And I was just even thinking, you know, like when we look at people like Kanye, for instance, and you're like, where are his friends? Where are his friends? You know, I'm grateful that I have that community around me now and that's going to continue to grow with me and evolve that like if I were to reach that level of stardom, I got people around me that can be like, Shiana, we're not doing that. Get your shit together. Like you're not, don't do that. Let's, let's discuss, let's discuss your behavior. But I didn't see that in the moment until the pandemic hit. And there was a time that, I don't know, maybe a month had gone by or some weeks had gone by. And I was like, 
okay, now I'm this, now things have closed down. And then people were messaging me like, well, you could, you could just do mobile massage here. You could bring your table here. And I was like, no, like I'm scared. I don't know what you have over there. So there was just so much un unknown and just so much fear at the time. It was like, eh, I'm good. I'm good on like whatever this looks like. And I remember people just started paying me. Like money just started coming in just because. I was getting checks from clients that they were like, hey, give me your address. I'm mailing you a check. You know, I, this isn't even a pay for a future appointment. I'm paying this because this is what I would have spent anyway. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? You, you were, okay. Like I was just in the budget already. So, okay, I'll accept it. I didn't say no. I will welcome this blessing. Thank you. And that continued. So there were people that would just pay me just to pay me because this is what I would have been spending on you anyway. Here you go. You're welcome. Keep it up. Keep, uh, keep your chin up. We'll get through this together. And then there were people that just paid me for future appointments. They were like, hey, sorry we're going through this shit. I don't know when it's going to end. I don't know when I'm getting in with you, but I do know that I need a massage from you once things open back up. Here's some money for my future appointment. This went on for what, months at a time? And I was like, I don't, what? So there were times in that like time frame that I remember thinking, and granted some other things had some flexibility, other bills had flexibility because of what the fuck was going on at the time. But I made my rent on time, all of those months that I was air quote unemployed, not bringing in, like, not, let me not even say unemployed. I was still bringing in a decent amount of money when I was not working. And that was wild to me. I was like, how, how am I just receiving this money? I'm not working at all. I'm just, I'm home. I'm taking my, my lovely walks. And because and, you remember the weather was really, really nice then. I'm, it's, I'm still on the fence whether or not they toy with the weather because that was just still too, you know, suspicious. I got suspicious eyes right now. But anyway, the weather was beautiful. So I was just going on my daily walks. I was often high. Um, I was living. I was truly just living, just meditating regularly, sometimes 45 minutes, because what? I had the fucking time, right? Why not? Why not go ahead and, and travel to the astral realm? Because I can. I got all day to do this. So that's when I was like deep into my meditation and deep into my daily movement, just like very basic, simple things that, that kept my, my mental state in order. But it was because of my community, even though we weren't physically around each other, they, they were still there to offer their support. You know, so like even, and I've thanked people on here before, you know, even if you're not necessarily say subscribe to my Patreon, like sharing my shit is still a way to show support. Even like sharing, you know, something that you learned with somebody else, that's still a way that is extending the community that we have growing, right? It's still a way to get the message out to other people and to build your own communities in this work too, right? And if it was not for my community during pandemic time, well, I guess we're still pandemic time, but in the thick of it in 2020, then I would not be here. Like with this work, I wouldn't be here with 
I wouldn't have had a roof over my head. There's like so much that I'm thankful for from that time and up until now, just because I had the support from my community. And there's just other elements that are important too in having a community for us because, you know, like I, I'm the third of, I'm the third of three, duh, no shit, Shiana. But I'm the third child, like I'm the youngest. So my brother's eight years older than me. My sister's six years older than me. So by the time we were all older, like they were out the house. I had a lot of independent time, right? Like we already had a time gap between us or age gap between us that they didn't want to play with, with me. They didn't want to do what I was doing. I, of course, I wanted to tag along with them because they were cool and older than me. But like they didn't want what the fuck I had going on. Like, you know, that it's a big brother, big sister thing. I get it. So that already taught me, you know, like to be independent and to embrace solitude. I get that. I learned that very early on. Also, I hear that's Capricorn things anyway, to be determined, whatever. But I already, I had already learned very much, like I can survive. I can survive on my own. It's doable. It is doable. But you know, I didn't learn the true understanding and need for the support until massage, really. Like, I was a part of ROTC in high school, believe it or not. I know some people laugh at that, but, like, whatever. It taught me leadership skills. It also got me out of PE because I just really didn't want to be running um, or whatever else PE things. I'm good on that. I would much rather be telling people what to do, right? And so it, it took me out of that. I did ROTC. I did whatever else. What? Beta club. None of those like extracurricular things really brought me the, the thing I was looking for up until massage. And just reading up more on, on community things, I was like, okay, well, what else like does it offer out here? So social support is one. Social support in working with a community. Again, like I mentioned earlier, it gives you your emotional support, which back pain things that I mentioned. It also offers just like, you know, like-minded people meeting up with each other. Because I know for me, I don't necessarily get as far as clients in my realm. I don't necessarily get healers. I mean, I do. I get a lot of healers as clients. But a lot of the clients that I get are people looking for they're looking for community. They're looking for that support. They're looking for whether it's a sisterhood or just um, that support. They haven't found, I feel like I can say tribe because I got melanin in my skin, but I know that is like a trigger word and it's a politically thing. Anyway, people are looking for their tribes. People are looking for their people. And I feel like a lot of those who come to me that are looking for their people, like I'm a good start because they haven't, they haven't found who they want to work with yet. So that's why I'm like, okay, you have me that does this, this, and this, but then there's all these other people in this world that this is their specialty, this is their specialty, but outside of their specialty, what does their community look like, right? Who can they introduce you to based off of your needs and based off of the support that you need in that moment? Having a community also gives you a sense of belonging and you know, for me, like, luckily, probably because I, I could be a cult leader and such, but I'm glad that I'm like, I can be in charge of my own, and we can all be in charge of our own communities, but 
I, I can have a say with how that looks, you know, and how it's growing. And I feel like, you know, we all need that sense of belonging in order to, to be our best selves, in order to express ourselves authentically. We need to feel like we belong somewhere. I know when I was just like not comfortable with my career and what I, like, I didn't feel like I belonged. I felt lost. I felt like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, I just feel like a number. What am I, why am I even here? But once I tapped into, you know, the people that were truly here for me, it gave me that strength to be there for myself even more. It also helped me very much figure out my own identity with it. You know, what does that look like for me moving forward? Who am I outside of a nine to five? Who am I outside of this career or this job title? Who am I outside of that? And I think establishing and building with communities very much gives you that answer or those answers for the who am I? And also, as I mentioned a little while ago, even with like working with Latoya and other people I've worked with before, I, I know I plug in my friends on here all the time, so y'all know who you are. But having a community allows you to build with others and collaborate with others, which is needed. We need those collaborations. We need, you know, to have an understanding of other people's opinions and other people's perspectives because it just expands our own. And I think once we embrace those, you know, and I've seen, you've probably seen the post, the meme before, like, we're not competing over here. You know, once you reach a certain level, collaboration happens at the top. And that's true. Like, I've never felt, even though they're like, you know, as you're building a business, if you're an entrepreneur and they're like, who's, who's your competition, right? And I'm sure there is competition out there for me. I get it. I don't feel like there is. But I feel like the collaborations take away from that, that like underlying is there competition, you know, because like we all just want each other to succeed. We all just want each other to excel and to be doing good. You know, like if, if I'm eating, we're all eating, right? And I just think that the, those things are important. And the more we embrace how community can look for us and really lean into more of that, I think the stronger our work will be, the stronger our impact can be, and just overall, you know, the, like I keep saying support, but yeah, just the support that's out there by building, collaborating, and growing together, just how strong we all are together because of that. So community is so important. Um, it is definitely the thing that has kept me going in this field, in my industry. The podcast world, I can say yes, kind of, but like the podcast community that I'm growing and building is very much, I mean, it's still, it still looks different, right? It's still, I've collaborated with people on it and stuff, but like my audience is very, um, I don't know. I don't want to say like it's a niche audience, but like, you know, the people that are listening are the people that are into some, some different shit, right? 
So I just think, you know, that's going to continue to evolve just like the other pieces in my career have evolved. So I'm looking forward to it because it's just going to continue to get better. The other piece that I want to touch on with community is something I've briefly discussed on here before, which is the ability to hold the frequency. And that's, um, that's an important one. When I have been going through shit and, you know, I'm very private. So at some point on here, I'll share some of the shit that has transpired over the last couple years. Cause I got some stories for y'all. I'm just not comfortable sharing them just yet. But when I am, I'm going to share them. But what I appreciate is those who are really close to me, those who I have been open with and sharing the things I was going through, understand the importance of holding the frequency. And for that to happen, you got to understand where you are. You have to be completely honest with each other, but also... It's very much like, what can I do to get out of this state? I mean, yes, South Carolina too, but emotionally speaking, what can I do to get out of this current emotional state? And sometimes that looks like just showing up. Sometimes it looks like, let me get you out of this environment and show you something a little better than this current state. Let me get you um, around other individuals that maybe have a higher frequency to you don't have to say shit, but just being around them can uplift your own, right? And I feel like that's what a lot of people get in going to churches and going to concerts. You're, you're in this space with other people with like a higher frequency in the moment. And I think, you know, it just, it helps pull you out of, out of, the, out of those ruts. Because again, it's all just temporary and we just need those communities, those individuals around us that help connect the communities to help us continue to hold the frequencies so that we can get to the next challenge, so that we can get to the next you know, video game level. And I feel like that, I mean, there's so many elements in community things, but the whole, the frequency part, that's, that's up there with uh, levels of importance. That's up there top three at least, because um, what is it? Like no man left behind, no child left behind, you know, all the above. No, can we say no woman too? Whatever. No, she, the, they, he's, all that. No anybody left behind. And I feel like once you can tap into the community that you need, and it might change, you know, you might be a part of this one today and a part of another one tomorrow. You might have several going at the same damn time. But once you figure out what you need, learn about the communities you need to get involved in. And I'm not one for Facebook. I don't really fuck with Facebook. It's not my jam. I know people have leaned into things on there. Um, they can go in their the private groups and stuff and build off of there. But I know for me, what has really been working is putting together these events and workshops and courses. And even when I had my relaunch party here, that was very much a part of, you know, it was my community within the podcasting space, but a lot of them have been clients or uh, students or um, or friends of friends, you know, like they they knew of me through different different ways, but it was still, we were in here together, other people got to meet one another, 
And they've e- some of them have even developed their own friendships from that event. So I think it's just important to get people into these spaces so that they can discover other people that have a lot in common with them. And maybe, you know, they're not so different or they, they needed something that they had to offer or have to offer in the moment. And we can't get that if we don't leave the house, right? So leave the fucking house from time to time. <laughs> I know that's hard for some people, um, especially, I know for me, you know, I love my hermit modes every now and then, but I even know I can hermit too much. And once I get in that space, I, I, gotta, I gotta be pulled out of my house at times. So luckily my community available out there knows Shiana, get the fuck out the house. And it might even just be, let me just go walk downtown just to be around other people, just to be around other energies, just to shift mine up or shift mine as it needs shifting along the way, because it's, it's going to change regularly. And it depends on what you're going through. And it depends on, we can even say planetary things, right? There's a lot of factors that, that are included in that mix, but do what you got to do to feel more supported, to build your communities and to embrace the communities around you. All right. Like there's a lot available out there for those who need it. You just got to step out. You just got to like leave the fucking house. All right. And if it's a little tiptoe out first, that's fine. But you just, you gotta, you gotta go first. You gotta put your foot out there. You gotta actually be okay, you know, with who you are in these spaces. Like, obviously I'm a little more extroverted. I meet a lot of introverts. That's cool. You, you can be here too. That's allowed. We all need each other, right? We all, you know, help. I know some people aren't watching the YouTube. I'm like putting my hands together to like try and explain what words I'm trying to say right here. But we, we connect our puzzle pieces by doing that. And the more we show up as ourselves, whether you are an introvert, extrovert, whatever label you want to put on here too, because there's many of those, but just show up as yourself and it's going to be needed wherever you are. Right? That sounds like some shit Shiana says. It is though. It is. I'm always say that. Just show up as your authentic self. Okay? We don't have time for the other shit. We don't have time for the fake shit. There's enough of that out there. You know? The more authentic we can be, the more ourselves we can show up as, the better for everybody. I think that's all I got to say today. That feels like a mic drop, right? That feels like a, that's enough. I've done enough today. Thank you all for being here with me. Every Thursday, I am here. You're here. I don't know what days you listen to it. You might listen to it on Thursdays. I don't know. That's your business. Make sure you stay tuned for some other episodes this month. I'm going to be sharing some additional mental health things to to support you this month, any month, because again, I do my best to make this content evergreen so you can revisit it as needed. And yeah, keep keep up the good work. All right. And I will see you next time. Be sure to meditate and hydrate. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Who You Call in Holistic. Be sure to like, subscribe, and share. You can find me and all my services on shiana.com. That's S-H-E-A-N-A-H. 